0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Call to Comeback Podcast. I am Tom Spalone. Unfortunately, Bob McGinnis cannot join us today, but I am here with Julian Penza
1: in studio. How you doing, Julian? I'm doing great. I'm the interim today. I'm the interim uh, co-host.
0: Yes, am excited about it. And we have uh, Jimmy Cody uh, calling in with us. How you doing, Jimmy?
2: I'm doing fantastic, Spalone. Julian, hope you're well. I'm happy to be here.
0: Awesome. Happy happy you guys are here to, to talk some uh, NFL with me. We got college basketball kicking off uh, today as well. Our loyal the Hounds are, are at DePaul tonight for a big game, uh, Big East opponent. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, talking a little NFL here, I want to open up with the New York Jets, man. I mean, they just continue to surprise and shock everyone week in and week out. And um, <clears throat> another huge win yesterday against the Buffalo Bills at home. Not a lot of people giving them a shot. Uh, in that one but again the jet defense comes up huge uh, as it has all year and wilson did a good job of not turning the football over and they won a huge football game man
1: i agree i'm actually glad bob's not here so i can actually appreciate the jets because when he's around it's impossible to give any credit to the jets because he just absorbs it all and (laughs) spits it out of his mouth but the jets are a good team i think they uh should be teetering around the playoffs and they honestly deserve it this year all the credit
0: yeah jimmy
1: um
2: you know i i When I watch this team, I just don't see a championship contender on offense. I really don't. I just think they're so one-dimensional. And the Bills were so poor at stopping the run yesterday. It just fell right into the Jets' hands. Um, They were obviously missing Jordan Poyer on defense, and it, it just showed that they clearly lacked competence out there, especially when it came to stopping the run. I mean, listen, the Jets have a very good defense. There's something to be said for the way they play defense. They do a really good job. They have a lot of really nice young players. But their offense is horrific, especially if it can't run the ball. That's just a concern that I have for them. Great win yesterday, but I don't know. When I watched that game, I just thought of it more as a Bills train wreck than a Jets win.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the Bills really got ran all over in the second half. <clears throat> that last drive from the Jets, they ran the ball like five times, I think, from their own five all the way to like inside the Bills red zone, which is actually pretty insane. Um, the Jetto line really did a good job uh, run blocking yesterday, and Michael Carter – and uh, James Robinson had pretty big days and I mean that's the Jets recipe for success if they can run the football because they they really don't want Zach Wilson out there throwing the football 40 times and that's you're not going to really win the game like that Uh, so if they use Zach Wilson more as like a game manager and go from there I think they're going to be in great shape uh, coming down the stretch and um, like you did say the Bills really did not come out to play yesterday it's almost like they kind of Felt like they had a win in their back pocket, and they they did. They just didn't play a good football game, and I think Josh Allen knows that. And uh, speaking of Josh Allen, he's got a UCL uh, injury from from yesterday. He got hit. Um, I believe it was from Bryce Huff on a strip sack. And um, that's not good. UCL, is that could be Tommy John. That's a baseball injury. So uh, there's further testing, I think, going on right now, and we'll, f- we'll find out more tomorrow. But if he's done for the year, that's, they're done. There's, n- there's no recovering. He's a top three QB in the league. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that or how serious the injury actually is. You think It would be awful.
1: You think they it don't win the awful. division?
0: W- with or without a Josh Chase Keenum?
1: If, if Josh no.
0: Allen's done, they're done. Like they they'll they be a wild card team, but they're not doing anything with without Josh Allen, man. If the Chiefs lose Mahomes, they're done.
1: You know. I mean, I I'll agree with that. I mean, obviously, uh, Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the league. Maybe maybe second, if you want to put Mahomes in head, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I think they do have a decent backup in Case Keenum. He's been pretty well. I think they could still win the division. Like The division is a tough one, with especially with the Jets flourishing and Patriots lingering. Yeah. And then Miami's always going to be in there because they're a good offense. Bad defense, but good offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think they could uh, – Take the division if they have what one more game against the Jets and then one more against Miami or two more against
0: Miami? Yeah, that I think they're zero two though right now in division, which is yeah. not good recipe f- for tiebreakers towards the end of the year. Uh, I believe they lost to Miami already, and they lost the Jets. They haven't. I don't think they played New England yet. So there's still plenty of divisional games left for them, but. Uh, obviously, they need to see good news from the Josh Allen injury uh, moving forward. But that that division right now is just a it's a powerhouse. The NFC East and the AFC East are, are by far the best two divisions if you look at top to bottom record wise. Um, so it's going to be a dogfight the rest of the way. I wanted to take another look at uh, just the AFC picture as a whole right now, and kind of take some uh, kind of ask you guys what you think about who's going to be like the AFC wild cards if you're looking at the picture right
1: now.
2: Uh, you want me to start? Okay, my bad. Yeah. Um, listen, I'll say this. I thought yesterday was a day that opened up the entire AFC for anyone. I, I don't think you can rule anybody out at this point. I think a, you could see a team like the Ravens get hot in the second half. and Maybe they could be the one seed. I mean, their schedule is pretty favorable in the second half of the season. Um, but I didn't wasn't really crazy about the Bills and the Chiefs, who were considered to be the top dogs yesterday. Yeah. Um, they Neither of them played well, in my opinion, at all. I, I really thought that both of them have a lot of concerns. And then, you know, a team like the Chargers, who everybody expects to step up because they have a fantastic quarterback in Justin Herbert. Well, we haven't really seen much from them either. Um, you know, other contenders going into the season, the Raiders, they just have not been there. But like I said, the rest of the AFC, I think, is wide open. How about the Bengals? I mean, the way they played yesterday, why can't they get hot and win? A team like the Browns getting Deshaun Watson late later in the season, why can't they get hot and win? I mean, Miami, like you said, that fantastic offense. I mean, I haven't seen a defense that's that great. I don't. I don't really don't think anybody can stop their offense, especially the receivers that they have, Waddle and Hill. I mean, that might be the best combination. I'm not just saying, like, now, but, I mean, that might be ever. I mean, they really are that good. They put up so many yards every game.
1: Yeah, I like that take a lot. I actually really like the Ravens take a lot. I think the Ravens should have no problem getting into the playoffs here and winning their division. The Bengals could get really hot, which is scary. But the Ravens could easily be seven and one right now. They, they should be. They easily. They could be eight now, really. I see them as a seven and one team, which is why I think tonight is a is going to be a must win and is going to be is. an easy win for the Ravens. You think easy win on the road? I think the Ravens are going to show why they were. They're going to show the mistakes that they've made in the past. They're going to show why they were so dominant and they're going to hold on to a lead for once. I think.
2: Right. You're yeah. not concerned about the injuries, though? I mean, the, the Andrews injury, I think, is a very big deal. I, I like but, this kid, it is. Likely, Yeah, too, likely, Likely's a a completely different game plan going in there.
1: I mean, I agree. Mm-hmm. Andrews is their only weapon when it comes to offense. And then is Bateman. And Bateman too. Ba- Bateman's, Bateman's out. Still knocked, he's yeah. For the year, I think. And then, obviously, you have Dobbins on IR. But I think they, I mean, Isaiah Likely's a, I mean, he's a beast. He went yeah, off last game. Good. He looks great. I mean, Coastal. obviously, he's a rookie, so you're asking him to step into a big role, which is tough, especially when you're fringing around the playoffs like this. It's really tough for him. But if he can get it together, it's fine. And then Lamar Jackson is, I mean, he's Lamar Jackson this season. Yeah. This is unbelievable. This is—this reminds me of his MVP season. So
0: Yeah, it really doesn't matter who's out running back with Lamar Jackson and that o- Ravens O-line and that Ravens run scheme. Uh, they just do it so well. So it's going to be a big prove it game for them tonight uh, in New Orleans going up against Andy Dalton. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the Raiders, Jimmy. Like you were saying, uh, the Raiders, you said the AFC opened up yesterday for a lot of teams. Well, guess what? They're one of the teams that it didn't open up for, and their their season's about done. For that team is an absolute oh, yeah, joke. No, they're,
2: the, they're a joke. They're collapsed this season. I'm saying they were a failure. I thought. I thought, I yeah. thought they could have been potential contenders. That, that's my. That was my thought process.
0: I mean, yeah. I think about everyone was thinking that. I thought so too. I mean, you have Waller, uh, Renfro, Devontae Adams, and Carr, who had a pretty good year last year, and you're sitting at. And
2: Josh Jacobs.
0: Yeah, Josh Jacobs is having a great year at running back. You're sitting at Bronx, two and six. Jones. Yeah, 2 and 6, 0 oh 5 on the road. I mean, Josh McDaniels has just been the Josh McDaniels experiment at head coach has just been atrocious from his Broncos tenure. Now with the Raiders, um, I believe they've blown three, like, uh, three score leads in the second half, which yeah, is, like, unheard of. There's, there's for them. two
1: teams that have uh, more than a 14 point blowout, or two teams in the league that make up all the blow leads. Plus over fourteen, it's the Ravens and the Raiders, three and two. Yeah, I mean
0: that's just finding ways to lose games, which is, I think that directly falls on on the coaching staff. So we'll see. I mean, McDaniel's won't be on the hot seat as of yet because this is his first year, I guess. But I mean, soon he should be. Uh, and I'd yeah, like he to should also. Should
2: be. I don't. I
0: what, don't know how
2: you could say he's not. I mean, this is a team be. that made the playoffs last year. He made them worse, Tom.
0: Yeah. No. He's made. He's clearly made them worse, and they've taken steps back. Um, especially after that loss against the Jaguars yesterday. And I want to hop over to the Colts, who just fired uh, Frank Reich today. Uh, speaking of poor coaching, that he's just been a mess. That whole coaching staff has been a mess the last few years. Uh, ever since they've lost Andrew Luck, it's just been a carousel at uh, quarterback. Uh, Matt Ryan got benched or injured, whatever you want to call it. And they got Ellinger in there now. Just putrid numbers being put up on offense. They put up three points against New England yesterday. Uh, and then Reich's finally gone, and then the, and they name Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach. So I don't know if they're they must be blatantly trying to get the number one overall pick because that, that you have two guys on their staff, I believe, uh, who have uh, experience at the head coaching position, and they went with Jeff Saturday, who I think is a scout in the organization and he's an ESPN analyst. So I really don't understand that uh, move at all, um, but. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about that,
1: but I think the NFL and coaching—clown
2: clown move by clown organizations. thats what that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it I'm is. with
1: you, Kurt. I just feel like the NFL—they just never get these head coaching positions right. Like, why? Why does, don't? Uh, why does Cliff Kingsbury still have a job? Oh, it's every insane week. to me. He oh, every week—he oh, <laughs> keeps
0: blowing these games. Why does Hackett still have a
1: job? It, well, that's uh, another one. I mean, even sure. if you want to argue it, whatever—that he's coming in first year. Yeah, first year, new quarterback, whatever. But he's still, still even totally then, he's terrible. He is terrible. He's terrible. Terrible,
0: and yeah, you just said Kings, Klinsberry, uh, however the hell you say his name. He's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Kyler's taking steps back as this guy, and they're sitting at three and six. We know they have a tough schedule, tough division, but they've just lost so many winnable games. They were up against Seattle. They found a way to lose that game yesterday. I mean, poor coaching in this in this league is going to lose you football games week in and week out, and it's tough to find well, a good coach.
2: defensively too. They're poorly coached defensively, too. So they have a former Broncos Broncos coach as their uh, <laughs> <DC's>, uh, <laughs> well, do it. Vance Joseph. Oh, yeah, the God. amount of third and long. I, I had PTSD from watching the amount of third and long <laughs> be given up yesterday. It was like flashbacks. I, think, I couldn't believe it. I was reliving it. I forgot the pain that I used to go through.
1: I think it's embarrassing that the Cardinals threw up 30 points on the, one of the worst defenses in the league against the Seahawks. They put yeah, 30 it, points in two games. That's embarrassing. It is. That is embarrassing. I don't
0: understand. It really... And to round up our uh, AFC picture here, uh, I want to talk a little bit about that Chiefs-Titans game last night. I mean, the Titans really had that game won, man, and they and you get too conservative at Kansas City, you just can't play like that. Um, I know you got a young QB in Malik Willis, so you don't want to throw in the football too much, and you got Henry in the backfield, so you obviously want to feed him, and he had a pretty good game on the ground, but... Um, Again, got too conservative late, and you let Pat Mahomes hold the football late in the game, you're not going to win the football game. Um, although the Chiefs didn't overly impress anyone last night, they found a way again to get another W, sitting at 6-2. and two. And when you, like, when you have number 15 under center, it's you have a shot to win any football game, no matter what the score is, no matter how much time is left in the game. It's, it's actually crazy. I mean, the way he was running around the field last night, you'd think he runs like a four-flat 40-yard dash, but he's not that fast. He's just very elu- – like, he's just no, – it's hard to describe unless you watch him, obviously, the way he runs.
1: You can't put that in the words, the way Mahomes plays. He's it's unbelievable. Crazy. But I actually, I don't knock the Titans for the way they played because yeah. I like that. I like when you have a rookie, you're on the road, you have the best running back that's been in there in the last four years. You take the uh, you take Derrick Henry and you give him the ball. That's what you do. I mean, it's a, yes, it's a little passive, a little conservative, but – I mean, you're using your weapon. You can't really knock the franchise for doing it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's the game plan when you have Malik. I mean, he only got 17 carries, so it's not even like they they really gave Henry a workload because I believe the week before against the Texans, he had like 30 uh, for over 200, which was where he really went off. Uh, But the Titans, I mean... They haven't been overly impressive this year, but they're still sitting at five and three. And we know Vrabel is a good coach, so they're gonna find. I mean, that division's basically won already. Yep,
1: Jaguars are cooked, them. Texans are cooked, and the Colts are cooked. And the Colts are just they're in their out. own world. They're <laughs> giving out <laughs> whoever wants it. You can take it. Yeah, free wins yeah. for everyone. It's unbelievable. It's true.
0: So I don't know if you want to hop over to the NFC. I do. Yeah, I do. yeah. I know we're eager to talk NFC. I know the Giants were on by this week. And, you know, can we talk about the Giants real quick? Xavier McKinney – I don't know if you saw Xavier McKinney. The Giants' safety, top playmaker on defense, hurt himself. He broke his hand. I mean, it, it never ends, really. He How broke his. He hurt himself because they they were in Cabo vacationing on ATVs, and he fell off his ATV and oh. broke his hand. Nothing good ever happens to the Giants when they leave the country, on bye weeks, on vacations, boat pictures. It never turns out well. It really doesn't, and. And this is just another one. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I, speedy recovery for him, I hope, pray. But, dude, you're a captain. You named captain the defense, and you're expected big things, and you'd come out and do this, and it's that's unacceptable. It, it really is that is. not
1: breaking contract clauses where they have contract clauses of it, doing it things did. like skiing and things like that?
0: Yes, it was in his contract clause that no, no ATVing or whatever off-road
1: vehicles. Yeah.
0: So they can cut him with no penalty, but it's Xavier McKinney. He's one of the best playmakers on the Giants. He's obviously not going to get cut. I'm just saying.
1: And that's where the ego comes in, where you can think you can get away with stuff like that, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was professional in putting it out before any of the reporters put it out. He put it out there, I think, on Twitter himself. But um, he needs to be, obviously, smarter moving forward, and I think he knows that. I think Dable will we'll hold him accountable but he's out for 4 weeks cuz he got put on the non football injury list so that's going to be that's going to be a big blow i mean they got Texans next week and Lions the week after so those have to be wins but when you're missing a top playmaker on defense, that definitely hurts you, and you're already you're already thin roster wise on on the defensive right. side of the football. So. And how about
1: the uh, we'll speaking see. of a team you guys play soon, the Lions. I Lions. Earlier, I think they're a great team. It's just they're a little. They've been a little unlucky. Obviously, they've had some bad injuries, and their defense is horrific. Yeah. Understood. They put up but points. But their though, offense usually. is a top five offense, I think. I mean, I if, you, if you look at, if you look at the points if like I'm this debatable. year, I think
0: it's their offense obviously didn't look great against Green Bay's defense yesterday, but Green Bay has a solid defense. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Lions played a great game yesterday. They still won at home uh, against the Packers. The Packers just look miserable on offense the last yep. six weeks. I mean, they have no weapons.
1: It's unbelievable.
0: It's crazy. I mean, Watson, I believe, got banged up. Dubs went down with an injury. So yep. they they were just left with Lazard, who got their only TD. Couldn't get the run game going with Dylan or Jones. Rodgers is missing guys open. Uh, red zone interceptions from him, which we never see. So this is – I don't know who's accountable for this in Green Bay. I think I'd put it on LaFleur. I usually put it on the coaching staff. Um, I think it's on LaFleur and it's on the GM yeah, for not was, getting Rodgers' yeah. his weapons. I'm going to say GM. Yeah, you know?
1: I, I got to agree with you on that one. I mean, not being able to put a team with a 38-year-old on, what is he, 38, right, correct? Yeah, he's around 38. 38, star quarterback, Hall of Famer, and you can right. give him a bunch of rookies? Yeah, them, I don't understand. You're giving him rookies. This is, that's, just, that's just, like, <laughs> dis- that's the ultimate it is disrespect. Dis- Drafting a QB that hasn't even, you drafted a QB, what, three years ago, two years ago? Two, yeah, love. Yeah, and this is just first-round pick. Like, it just, it's just mayhem after mayhem for the Green Bay organization, and they just don't do anything to give him help, and then they continue to use him. That's what I don't understand. Why not let him walk?
0: Yeah, I know. You paid him that big contract uh, for, I believe, it was, like, four years, and now it's like you got no one around him. So I think they're going to be pushing hard for OBJ when he's uh, willing to negotiate contracts, which should be soon, because I think by the end of this week he's healed up from the ACL. But I saw Dallas was also be in on OBJ. I saw the Giants will be in on him. Not as much, but they'll be in on him. Bills Rams. will be. Rams. So all the contenders. Uh, so that will be interesting to see, because that's really the only big weapon left on the free agent market, yeah. obviously, uh, as we're here midseason. Uh, but, yeah, so a, a little more about the NFC picture. Um, I want to talk about Vikings real quick. I want, I want to talk about Kirk Cousins. I don't know if you saw that video yeah, all over Twitter. He's flexing, pulling out the ice, on his, ch- his the chains on his neck. Bro, you beat the Commanders by three points on a game-winning <laughs> field goal. I, I don't understand what you're celebrating. Like, when you're a 6-1 football team and you're going into to Washington and you're playing the Commanders, I'm pretty sure you're expected to win that football game. I don't, yeah. That may, might just be me.
1: Come on, dude. I act I like it. you've
0: been here before. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the, the boomer here, the fun buster, but come on.
1: I mean, I, I got to be honest. I I kind of agree with you, but I do have a soft spot for the Vikings because I think they, they're they getting no respect. I feel like they're not talked about in the top they five. they They're not. I mean, they're not looked at as a top five team, and they mm-hmm. should be. Right, Week in and week out, they perform, and they're playing great games, and the only loss they have is Monday night against the best team in the league. I feel you. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not its not really fair to them to not give them a lot of credit. They should be looked at as a top-three team, if I'm being honest, especially if yeah, Josh th- Allen's down for the year. Or we say year, but we'll see. If he's hurt for a while, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the reason why teams are, are hesitant to give the Vikings the all the praise they deserve is because Kirk Cousins has not been able to deliver in big-time football games, um, whether that's just Monday night, primetime, or I don't know, anything. But... Um, I don't know. This could be their year to make a push. I don't think they're going to be, obviously, a Super Bowl team. I, I still wouldn't because Kirk in the playoffs, I'm not going to trust the guy. I'm going to be honest with you. But um, I just think the weapons around him that they've created really have helped him out. Obviously, they traded for Hawkinson, and he had a pretty pretty good game yesterday. They got him involved right away. Uh, Jettis had a nice game. He was so due for a TD. He got in the end zone. Uh, Dalvin got in the end zone. So their playmakers are making plays. Have n't even heard much from Thielen, and he's. I mean, for him to be the secondary option, that just shows you how, how good that offense is. Yeah. Um, he might have been. Yeah. Was
1: he pronounced out over the game on the weekend here? I know he was questionable oh, he walking in up. all week. No, he ended up playing. He ended up playing. I know he was banged up the week before and kind of been questionable the whole week, but I guess he is back.
0: Yeah. No, nah, it's just a scary offense, and I like their coach a lot, O'Connell from the Rams. I believe he's running a nice tight offense, uh, and I mean, we'll say their defense does have question
1: marks, especially in the secondary. Yeah. So I give them average defense and they play the yeah. bills next week. And then you think if
0: that's a big, that's, that's a proof of game right there. You want all the praise you deserve, then go out, yeah. go out and beat Buffalo. Even without Buffalo. Josh
1: Allen. You think it's a fair
0: win? It, I mean, it's, it takes a little bit away, but I still—it's th- in yeah. Buffalo,
1: right? Yep, like in to, Buffalo. To go into Buffalo, it doesn't matter. Case Keenum, Case, s- I mean, still Case deserve Case Keenum it. could start on a couple of the—he's serviceable, right? yeah. He could start on the Panthers, start on the Falcons, could probably start on the Broncos. With the way Russell Wilson's yeah. playing. No, nah, you're right. I mean, the, start on the Saints. I mean, he's—he's he's not awful, but he obviously is no Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen's—he's not. Yeah, he's not replaceable.
0: But I mean, yeah, you got Diggs out there, Gabe Davis. You got a ton of weapons. I mean, that's still a great team. I, I'm a little questionable on that trade that they made over the deadline. They traded for Naeem Hines, and they have J- uh, James Cook, Dalvin's yeah. brother. And I was watching the Jackie mission. and they were using James Cook out of the backfield on like receiving and stuff. So I'm like, that's what Hines is for. So I didn't really get the point of that. Maybe Hines returned. Did. I didn't really see if he returned or not.
1: Uh, I think but he might weird. have did a kickoff, but I don't. Honestly, I can't even recall. The trade yeah. was seemed pretty pointless to me. Especially yeah. when you have Singletary and Moss competing for first and second down, and then yeah, well have...
0: Moss is now is he was in the trade to Indy, so oh, Moss is in the over? Colts. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But Singletary, they still have Singletary, who's like all right, but not nothing special. Yeah. Well, then actually, Honestly. then
1: it's I guess it's not that bad actually because opens the up the room up. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I th- I was figuring as a foreheads with uh, Zach Moss. with Zach Moss. I know he was off the depth chart. Well, not off, but he dropped all the way down to three two weeks ago. Behind Cook. Uh, yeah, behind Cook. I saw that. What do you think about the uh, undefeated team, the Super Bowl contenders? The Eagles? Yep.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I didn't really get a shot to watch too much that game Thursday. I mean, I knew they were going to win. Texans made it close a little bit in the beginning, uh, but they pulled away. I mean, Philly looks good, obviously. Uh, their their O-line's been really good for Hurts, and Hurts has been throwing the football well, especially with A.J. Brown and, mm-hmm. and Devontae Smith. And even Goddard's been pretty good. So, I mean – I don't know. I want to see. It. I want to see them get tested though. Like they haven't gotten tested yet. I know their schedule isn't Whoa, insanely. Vikings.
1: We played the. We played the what would be I, undefeated t- Vikings. <laughs> That's a fair test. I mean,
0: that, that wasn't much of a test, if we're being honest. But I mean, <laughs> Philly just dominated that game, so maybe that well, Philly just deserves more schedule, credit. When you there. look at it
1: on schedule wise, it should be a test, right? Seven 0 team, or would be no, yeah. you know, if the Vikings won. You know what I mean? Seven and one.
0: Philly, yeah, Philly dominated that game from start to finish. So that I mean that's promising. But what what's like let's like a Philly schedule here? What's like the next big test? Would you say in Dallas probably? I, they don't have one.
1: I don't think they have one. They don't. I don't know. I think in Dallas Maybe with Dak, in, in, that's a
0: that's a good game. That'll yeah. be a good game. In
1: Dallas is one, and then it's I not mean, for a while though. If you right? want to stretch it to in New York, but I that's mean, just because do- divisional, <laughs> right? If it wasn't in the same division, yeah. we wouldn't be saying that's a real test. I don't know. The
0: Giants are 6-2. and two. The Giants are 6-2. and two. <laughs> The Giants
1: are 6-2. and two. But, I mean, I can't give them too much credit. They give me the same type of energy that the uh, Jets do where they have, like, they're getting results and they're getting wins. But I would even say that the I'd go as far to say the Giants roster isn't even as good as the Jets.
0: No, it's not. I would agree with that. I think defensively, especially, you see, well, on the D-line, it's pretty even, but when you take the linebackers yeah. and you take the corners, uh, Sauce and DJ Reed are, are arguably the best yeah. one-two cornerback Oof. combo in the league.
1: They've Slam been ver- yeah, Bear. yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we'll put them. we're going to put them ahead because we're in now, right? That's yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, and they also they're veterans, so we'll, right. we'll give them the veteran respect there. But, yeah, no, I mean, Jets Jets have a solid roster, definitely. I'd put it over the – the giant uh, roster isn't anything to brag about. They just – it's been more on the coaching, really.
1: I want to say that the Eagles just don't have a test because they're not playing any top-end powerhouse teams, right, and they're playing the rest of their schedule. I mean, which what you would think is a Packers-Powerhouse team isn't. So we're not going to call that anymore. At the beginning of the season, yeah, we were like, oh, Packers-Eagles was stoked. I'm even going to that game, I was stoked. I was like, oh, sick uh, (laughs) game, it's going to be insane, it's going to be intense atmosphere. Now it's like both teams are going to be looking for the playoff spot. The yeah, win the division, and now I'm like, well, Packers Eagles, might be out of it soon. Yeah. the That's Packers crazy. could. By the time that game gets played, the Packers could be literally looking to play law like of game. Uh, yeah, draft pick. You yeah, know it's what I mean? crazy, but and it's true. But
0: I think I think Titans could be a if when once Tannehill gets healthy, that'll yeah. be a close. That'll
1: be a good game. I think the thing is with the Eagles. I was looking before the podcast. I was looking, and I was. I realized. I remember at the beginning of the year, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, this team's not a passing team. It doesn't matter that they have AJ Brown. They're a running team. We're not a running team. We weren't last year either. We we wanted to throw the ball, and it okay. didn't work." So we switched over to the run, and the run was working for us. We came in the year trying to be a pass team, through, 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 and it just was not working. Hertz didn't look great. People, I mean, I get it. We switch over to run, it works, and then we make a big trade for A.J. Brown, and all of a sudden, people are shocked that we're a top five passing team.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not shocked, really. I I I, I think Hertz was always pretty good. I think a lot of people didn't give him a shot uh, at first, honestly. I don't know if that's because of the draft position that he got picked at or just how he played at Alabama, but... A lot of people were saying that he's not going to be good in the NFL, but I mean he's yeah. been he's been solid all year. I think it's year.
1: it's one of those players like it's like the Lamar Jackson type, where it's easy to hate on because you're not watching mm-hmm. him throw 350 yards, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're true. watching him run around for 200 in college. You it's know, like a different type of play yeah, style. And yeah, and I mean obviously he yeah, obviously had great games at Alabama, but I mean he, he stepped did. it up this year. He took a different level. If you looked at him at the beginning of last year, I would have said he's not going to be our QB for the future. Yeah. Now I'm saying please, please pay sign him anything, now. whatever you want, <laughs> nah, take it's it true. All. You know, and I mean, I'm stoked, and we're also a top-end defense with the most turnovers in the league, which I didn't even think would, I knew that we were a great defense, but I didn't think we'd be the leading the league in turnovers. Yeah, that's, just, how many do they have right now? I think they're around like 18, 19, I know New England is under there, but I was thinking teams like, even <laughs> as funny as we say it, the Jets would be up there, and they're not as high as I thought, I thought they would be higher than the Eagles, to be quite frank.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Bradbury and Slay have gotten a good amount of picks this year uh, for Philly, and um, even the, their D line too has, has wrecked games with with fumbles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean right now the NFC, we know it's it's not there's not too many teams like out there. I mean, you can't count out the Bucks with Brady obviously. That that win they had yesterday, we didn't touch on that yet against the Rams. That was a a Brady esque uh, win right there, got right down to the wire, uh, a couple of seconds left in regulation, and they in the TD. Yeah. They're still sitting at only 4-5, and five, but, like, it's still Brady. And
1: that division's very weak. Yeah. I believe they're tied for first right now with Atlanta, right? Yep. And, I mean, I'm looking at that right now. It's Atlanta, 4-5, and 4-5, and five, and then uh, Saints have a chance to go 4-5. and five. So it's like, but, yeah, yeah Bucks should still yeah, take Bucks the are gonna, I'm, They're going to take it. They're going to take it. They will. I'll go on record and say they're going to take it. And Tom Brady, why does it matter to him what he does in the, the regular, regular season, season of his nine thousandth <laughs> year true. in the NFL? All he cares about is making sure he gets the playoff spot. And when he does, he can heat up. So why are we still yeah. concerned about the Bucs? I mean,
0: I know, yeah, no, they really don't have much to worry about because of that division, and um, just because the NFC as a whole. Because I want to take a look at the playoff picture right now in the NFC. Uh, and look at some of the wild cards. The, it was a good day for teams that are in the wild card hunt, like Dallas and the Giants, right now, um, because teams like the Rams uh, dropped a game in the uh, in the standings. And uh, who else dropped a game? It wasn't was uh, San, uh, well, San, San Francisco. Well, Packers losing helped, obviously, yeah. but, I mean, I, I think they're done for anyways. Um, I think see.
1: Atlanta dropped a close one, right, to the Chargers? Yeah. yeah they it, dropped, oh, what was it, 2017? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Atlanta dropping that helps <laughs> for the for the wild card as well. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, NFC it's gonna be it's gonna be wide open I think uh for Wild's cards. San Francisco is only sitting at four and four. I think I expect them to pick it up yeah. definitely. Do you
1: think they're gonna take the division? I mean they're two games back right now. It's tough to tell because they're a game and a half, sorry. They have a game and a half.
0: Yeah, I I still would give them the edge over um arizona obviously who doesn't look good and la who also doesn't look good yep. and then um,
1: seattle's in the lead by a game and a half
0: and Se- yeah, Se- seattle's looked the best yeah. in that division which is pretty crazy
1: to say and and they're shutting started... us up week in week out right? yeah every week i come on here thinking well not even here just in general <laughs> yeah. i come saying oh seattle's gonna lose they're not gonna be able to Geno smith can't do this for 10 weeks 12 weeks and you continued to do and it every week it, every week
0: and their defenses look good too i mean yesterday they 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 played a good game uh, against the Cardinals, and that rookie Tariq yeah. Woolen at corner has been has been very all, good.
1: Yeah, and they're they're I mean on paper they're they're a thirty thirty first thirty second defense, and they're performing like a middle of the pack, which is all you can ask for when Geno Smith is playing the way he is, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean Gino. yeah, looking at Gino, like he has not missed a lot of throws this year and he's throwing the ball around the money. And that running game with Kenneth Walker, I mean, it's it's really tough to stop right now. So they're sitting at six and three. I think they got a legit shot. I'm still gonna lean Niners just because how good that offense is and defense uh overall. Yep. And there's still a lot of games left to be played. But um definitely don't sleep on Seattle and, and I think they got a obviously got a great shot to make the playoffs uh as at least a wild card squad. Um Th- so we'll I see. Think what it'll be, I that. think
1: it will come down the Giants, Seattle, and uh, Dallas, and think? then maybe like a backdoor Rams or or a backdoor. Uh,
0: yeah, r- Rams man. Yeah, I Rams in the Rams three and five or right now. If
1: the Packers can pick it up, but I don't see the pack. I mean, but those I think don't. it's gonna be like those teams around in the hunt, right? Yeah, Dallas. I can see that. Yeah, and then obviously Dallas. I think Dallas. Will I think in. Dallas will move forward and just pick up the spot, get the first uh, wild card spot locked in. I think if the Niners pick up the division, and then it'll be like Seattle Giants teetering, and then. Hopefully the Rams would wake up. I'd expect them to at least.
0: Yeah, I think the Rams will
1: definitely get going eventually. And I think they'll be – That's your
0: hunt.
1: Sh- and then that's like pretty much your hunt. That's what yeah. you have left, right?
0: Yeah, no, it is. I think the Rams will definitely heat up. They have too much talent, and the coaching staff is too good. They'll have to figure it out there at some point. Um, but look, yeah, just looking at the NFC playoff picture, it's like tough because like, even if you're the best wild card team – Um, and you're playing the worst division winner, the worst division winner could end up being the Bucks. Yeah. So you're the best wildcard team, and you have to go play in Tampa against Brady. That's not fun. No one wants to do that. So... Just, like, sitting here as, like, a giant fan, you're looking at the standings, like, you just want to keep winning week in, week in and week out. You, you can't, you don't know where
1: you're going to end up, you know what I mean? And it happened to us. Yeah, that's fair, exactly. It sucks that and, it's that way. And last year, if you recall, the Eagles end up sniffing the wild card. And they play? Tom Brady in the box. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't Tampa. fun. And it, it was a blowout. It was yeah. a disgusting game. I turned it off a half. It was so brutal. <laughs> like, I, like, I couldn't even watch the full game. It was just disgusting. It was, like, He's too good. good. And when it's playoff time, he knows the turn up no matter what's going on in his life. Wife, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter what's going on. Legal issues. It doesn't (laughs) matter. He's here to play football. That's what he loves.
0: It's true. Yeah, once it's playoff time, he'll definitely heat up. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to, what else you want to touch on, or if you have any like Super Bowl prediction or any end of year awards that you want to predict before we end up tonight.
1: I did a little bit of uh, predicting for the NFL. Do you want to do any college? College basketball starts tonight. You want to just hop in real quick and give some. Interesting uh, thoughts. Yeah, I'm going
0: to talk a little, college. I haven't looked at too much of the sleet. I know tonight it's mostly just like these yeah, big schools playing, these charity schools everybody that are paying plays, to play. Yeah,
1: everybody plays tonight just for yeah. just for a little, little warm-up game. But I was thinking more on the scope of things. I, college basketball is probably my favorite sport to watch behind yeah. maybe football. And I'm stoked for the season to start. I have a lot of teams that I like. Which is always hard because at the beginning of the year, you come in like in teams, and those teams just do not show up when it comes <laughs> to March, right? Like I think of Gonzaga, and Gonzaga is my number one team I got this year. I think Malachi Smith is a beast. He's the transfer from Chattanooga, and I love this team. And every year, Gonzaga embarrasses themselves, and they yeah they, they just ne- they can never seem to win it when they seem to be the huge favorite at the beginning of the year and at the end of the season. And they go into the tournament, and just, they just don't get the wins, right? hmm but this year, I think it's gonna be different. Malachi Smith. They have a point guard running the team. They still have uh, Tim, Timmy. Timmy, yeah, he's been yeah, there. Yeah, they still Timmy, and he's been there for what three years. He's got some experience, and then they have uh, Julian Strother, who's a, also another beast. I mean, this team, I just they gotta get it done eventually, yeah. man. I, I'm never a big Gonzaga fan, but this year, I think it's gotta be. It's gotta. They gotta get it done, right? It's the, kind of like the do theory. Like, oh, they're do. You know, yeah, they're they've due. been good for so long. It's about time they win one.
0: They really are do. They're always the powerhouse, and uh, it's not like they. Like, even though they're not in the strongest conference, it's not like they don't play anyone because their at his conference schedule is good. They usually play, like, Duke or, yep. or Kentucky. They, they play, play like, a Blue do. Blood every year. So, yeah, I think they got to eventually get it done. This could be their year. Um, I don't know too much about that guy you were talking about from Chattanooga, but you said he's nice. So that's a big pickup. There's a lot of yeah. transfers uh, this year to wrap your head around. So this is the time to do it since it's the first night.
1: Yeah, but. and I'm, like you said, I mean, Gonzaga does have a good uh, – they're playing Texas, they're playing Michigan State, who – Historically, is a good team this year. I mean, they're always this. The last three years have been pretty poor, mm-hmm. but then they play Kentucky. Like they're not playing terrible teams. Yeah, and no, they even I think they good. even get a game against. Yeah, they get a game against Baylor in December, and then they also play Alabama, who's pre-ranked. Yeah, it's, so, it's a I mean, leader, I So yeah, they play. They're playing tough games, and then obviously they have a cupcake January, February, like usual. But they play a couple like a tough San Francisco team, and then a tough BYU team. And
0: you buy, BYU always gives
1: them a run. Yeah, usually exactly. So I mean, I like this team a lot this year and i'm stoked to see how they'll do
0: yeah that's no, big are any uh other like big blue bloods you're high on like kansas or duke kentucky this year <sighs> unc this year with unc him. i think is going to be strong right they yeah. got a lot of guys returning
1: unc's got the best recruiting class coming in this year and they're amazing again and they with uh they have a lot of the same guys returning like the caleb love love yeah he's yeah, nice the uh the baycots the Manics right or no did actually, i don't Medic think Manic Manic left. Is, yeah might have bannock is out right but, yeah baycott is yeah baycott's back though rj davis i mean that team is davis, nice and they have a good rookie class or a freshman sorry
0: yeah no they're they're number one in the country yeah, right but, now in the, in the pre-ranked poll so they play uh unc
1: wilmington tonight 23 point favorites so that should be an easy easy win to start their season off Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the home? Uh, the home team is about to play. We got the women's team playing above us. Do you want to talk about the men's uh, Loyola team at all?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about what we got on the roster this year. I know we got Golden at center, so he's a body, uh, but he's just got to hit his free throws. I know he's kind of struggled with that in the past. Yeah, he always has. But if he can knock down his free throws, get to the line for us. Losing Cam Spencer obviously is a big, big loss. He went to Rutgers. Uh, he was he's like our playmaker last year. Averaging our...
1: twenty points in the Patriot yeah. League, Patriot Player of the Year. He and, was and nice. It's all we had going for us, and every year we get like this guy who comes in. Asante yeah, Santy was it a yeah. couple years ago. Santy was two years ago. He was this year. But we we have a decent roster with uh, some good seniors that have been playing for like three years, like uh, Jalen Andrews. Yeah, Andrews is is playing. Uh, Alex Jackson has been at the backup. And Kenneth Jones has been starting, and they've all been playing, and they're, they're we got a good roster, but it's not if we don't have any star power. It doesn't seem. Yeah, like, you don't it have that like guy well to put you the top. Yeah.
0: no, that makes sense. I think they can all play well with each other. I know Jalen and, and Kenny Jones have played, like you just said. This is like this is this the be three, like their fourth year, yeah, fourth yeah. year. So they definitely have that good chemistry. Uh, they're in DePaul tonight, which isn't an easy matchup. Obviously, Big East opponent. I believe they're thirteen point underdogs. Uh, uh, DePaul has lost a lot of guys uh, either transfer portal or graduated so I mean they got a young team as well so I'm not going to say like Loyola has no shot tonight it would obviously be a huge upset but I mean hopefully we, yeah. can, get, we can get a and win I see tonight DePaul, to awesome. I
1: see DePaul as a team that's always like kind of on the lower end in the Big East and I don't Oh yeah, I don't yeah, see definitely. them as a big like powerhouse team, even though they play in a tough conference. I just don't. I see this as a very, very winnable matchup, and honestly, it sets the tone for the year for Loyola.
0: Yeah, dude, winning at the to open the air would be pretty hype. Cause I remember either last year or the year before we opened up at UNC. Yeah, so it's like, which is like, come, like, come on, yeah, it's David <laughs> you can't versus Goliath.
1: Much. It's not like it's not gonna happen, right? Yeah,
0: you need a miracle at that point. That's funny, but yeah, no, the Big East in general is gonna be pretty good this year. I know that the Johnnies at St. John's, um, they got Curbelo from Illinois, that guard. And I believe they got someone else, too. So, I mean, they'll be strong. Nova's always
1: good. They still have uh, Champagne in St. John's?
0: I'm not sure if he's still there or not. But, uh, yeah, he was one of their leading scorers uh, last year. Posh Alexander is a great defender. Uh, So, uh, that's just a competitive
1: conference. Creighton is going to be good. I know you said they got that transfer from South Dakota State, the shooter. Creighton, the headband guy. uh, He's a great player. I think he was shooting 47% or something yeah, that's like marvelous. From three, it was unbelievable. I mean, that kid's gonna be a beast. And they still have the seven foot center that uh, I think picked up a knock last year in like January, and then came back and was still a beast in the tournament and helped them uh, get past the first round there.
0: yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. College basketball season is always fun because you really don't know who's gonna win it. There's always upsets every week. That's college sports in general, I guess. But yeah, we're looking. I'm looking at a little bit of the slate here. Duke is playing Jacksonville tonight at Duke should be another easy win for I mean these big schools yeah. these are I mean, these are easy opponents I think to Jacksonville
1: yeah that is an easy one but I think Jacksonville was actually a team that was fighting for their tournament not that it means anything because they play in a division that's probably like non comparable to, to what Duke plays but I mean they mm-hmm. could they still still have a chance but it's not like The spread's crazy. not that
0: big. It's only 15.
1: Yeah. I mean I think Jacksonville they might have been the team that there was a team last year who won it but was uh didn't have um they couldn't play in the uh, tournament because they have to have, like, four years of eligibility as a D1 uh, yeah. team. Oh, yeah. Was and that Bellarmine? It might have been, uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? You yeah, because be right I think there. they were
0: good, but they that was their first year in, like, uh, D1.
1: Yeah. So that makes sense? Do you have any uh, predictions for the bracket this year? Any early winners? I don't have anything yet. I mean,
0: I think Kansas is going to be good again. I mean, I don't think they'll win it all again, but I think they'll be competitive. And um, I'm always high on Houston um, they always have good athletes over there. They recruit well, and their coach is very good, uh, Samson. So I like them. I, I haven't done too much, I'm going to be honest, I haven't done too much research, though, into like all these teams yet. I'll, as the season picks up, I'll definitely get more into so it. So give
1: me, give me, just give me one early name that you're going to take to win it right now. Life on the line, and you got to give me one team. Who are you taking? Just off of instinct, whatever. It, you don't have to have too much knowledge. Just give me instinct. Off instinct, Um, I'll go – I'll go Baylor here. Ooh, uh, I like that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I,
0: they're always good, I they feel are. like.
1: They're always good, you're know? out. And I, I had them to win uh, when they won two years ago, and that roster is, they have a couple guys still there. They still have who was coming off the bench for them, and they still yeah, have, uh, what's the other kid's name? The tra- the guy with the mullet, was his, Mayer? Yeah, Mayer, uh, he Mayer transferred to Illinois. To, yeah. Which is a loss. And but. then they picked up... Uh, is it LJ LJ Crier? He's good. He's another good player. I think I think he's coming in, right or no?
0: Yeah, they have Crier. He dropped um, sixteen today. Yeah. And that guy, Flo uh, Flo Thamba, the big man. Yep. He's yep. just a body that's him. That's
1: the guy. Was that's the name I was looking for? It's Flo and um, Flagler have been there for two years or more, right?
0: Yeah, Flagler was there when they won the national championship. Yep. Uh, he actually came off the bench for them, but he's a good player. I mean, he shot four for six from from deep today. He dropped twenty one. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like Baylor. Um, they just won the Natty the year before last, so yeah. I mean, you, it would coach, be it would be nuts amazing, if they win right? it again. But yeah, now their coach is good, uh, Drew. He knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an amazing program they have there. And then I think we're gonna have a Baylor Gonzaga matchup because I'm going with Gonzaga. You like, like I, said, big, I mean, I, it's gotta be. I'm just banking it's gotta be their year. <laughs> I just had enough. Right, it, I, I'm not a big Gonzaga guy usually, and I'm actually one to hate on them and say they they're gonna blow it. But this year, I just. Malachi Smith. I guess I'm just a fanboy, and he's. I think he's just a great player. I just don't see how a team with that's ran by a point guard in like basketball nowadays is just. They usually dominate.
0: Yeah, you you need someone who runs the court, and yeah, Mark Few is a, is a great coach for Gonzaga, and I think he really wants to break through and win one. On um, and, and like we said, they're so due for one, so that's it's obviously a good pick. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, I'm excited. Tonight's the opening night, so we'll see what happens with Loyola. Hopefully, they catch a W, and um we'll keep following following across the league nfl we're basically halfway through and uh, NBA is heating up even though no one really loves to to sit through and watch an NBA regular season game. At least I don't. Yeah, not anymore. I used to <laughs> not, I used to it's when not I was like younger,
1: that. but not anymore, right? Yeah.
0: I mean Knicks, Knicks have been winning games they supposed they're supposed to, but they lose the games against good teams yeah, so that and the Sixers are injury just
1: riddled and bad, so I just can't get bona fide jazz. that just get out in the second <laughs> round every year. I'm just done with the NBA now.
0: Yeah, NBA's tough to follow. But I mean that was a fun episode. I'm happy Julian joined me. I know Jimmy Cody was on the phone for a little bit, but he had to run. Um, I'm happy you guys joined me. I hope you guys had a blast. Mm -hmm. I had a great time. All right. And uh, that's another episode of Call to Come Back podcast. We'll see you guys next time.